the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. And we're back once again. Name Image Podcast. Beautiful Wednesday morning, June 29th. And uh, boy, is NIL just quite the shitstorm. But we love it. That's what we're here for. I'm here as always with my co-host, Michael Adam Wilson, who just signed a $9.6 million deal with the Gator Collective. Uh, welcome, Michael. How are you doing this morning? If I had that kind of money, I wouldn't be here, Kyle. <laughs> you wouldn't be doing this? Fuck what would you no. be doing? Uh, every time I log on here with you, I question what I'm doing here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there staring at my dog who just lost his nuts. Now he's all high as a kite, and he doesn't know. He's, like, staring at the wall whining. So I'm not sure if he – maybe he's seeing ghosts because they have that par- paranormal connection. But uh, all things considered, Kyle, we're doing good. Had to start a new job. I have to actually work now. Right. Right. Kind of we're fucking gonna, me up. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of kind of a crazy, crazy week for the for both of us, really. I mean, you, you got the new job going. Uh, Avs, hey, congratulations to our Colorado Avalanche. Hey, big time. Uh, to Cronky just stage winning apparently, unless you're Arsenal, but who knows? That's, <laughs> that's discussion for another pod. Um, but we're not here to talk about that unless Dan Cronky wants to sign us to an NIL deal for doing nothing. Um, but this is Name Image Podcast, and boy, do we have a lot that's kind of gone down. It's one of those where, you know, every time we talk about when we, do we want to do the pod, it's like, well, shoot, what, we never know what's going to happen later in the day, right? Every single day there's something else coming out. But we're going to start with kind of the big headline story um, that kind of broke just a few days ago, really earlier in the week. Kind of heard some murmurs of it, but uh, Jaden Rashada... Uh, commits to the University of Miami. He's the number seven quarterback in the nation, uh, four-star for, for all intents and purposes, uh, commits to the University of Miami. And shortly after that, lots of reports from on, a lot of this coming from on three reporting, um, reporting, which uh, is a little bit new in the game from what I understand. They, I didn't really see him pop up a lot, but they're the ones breaking all these NIL stories. But Jeremy Crabtree of on three reported the four-star prospect, number seven quarterback in the class of 2023, 27 sports agreed to a 9.5 million dollar name image likeness deal with miami with miami booster john ruiz there's our boy john again um and that he also turned down an 11 million dollar offer from florida's gator collective um and to quote so this is now where we kind of start to get into the weeds and this is where we got to get got to get the sports lawyers back on the nil lawyers back on here because uh, Michael Caspino is, is an NIL agent supposedly, but he's kind of right in the middle of all this, but he goes on to say, Jaden left millions on the table. Um, Caspino, who's a known NIL lawyer, uh, basically goes on to say millions. He did not pick the highest offer. He went there because he loves Miami, the coaches and the opportunity, which just, just makes me chuckle. But then Gator, uh, the Gator Collective goes on to say, uh, or lastly, uh, Caspino basically goes on to say that the Florida Florida is the most dysfunctional collective in all college football. I plan on steering my clients away from them. From my standpoint, I never want to deal with them again. If I if it weren't for the collective that's completely dysfunctional in Florida, he probably would have been there. Uh, the collective basically goes on to say that they never spoke to him and that they don't approve with Mr. Caspino because uh, his tactics um violate florida law and ncaa interim policy and may put athletes eligibility at risk 
Lots to unpack there, Michael. But what what were kind of the standouts from this whole thing? Of course, it's Miami, right? <laughs> of course, it's Miami and Florida, kind of at the middle of this. I mean, it's always it's it, it outside of NIL college football. It's always Florida. Anytime there's something going on, it's it's always just the state of Florida. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that it, it, <laughs> we're we're now starting to see that obviously these kids are these, these kids are making money and then these schools are making money. But we've we've kind of overlooked the whole what are these what are these agents or lawyers or whatever you want to brand them as kind of taking. Uh, it's reported that he's taking thirteen percent of whatever deals he strikes. So no no wonder he he's going for nine point two mil. Like it, it didn't matter what who offered him what. Uh, Gaspito was always going to have his best interest in play here. Thirteen uh, percent is a ton, and I think in this we may get to this later in the pod. Based, you know, we, we talked about yesterday, but like that just feels gross to me. Like that that feels gross to me that now there's you know a third party interest in here that has a lot of money at stake. Like I don't know what thirteen percent of nine million is. I'm not great at math. Took me five times to pass, but that just feels gross to me, Kyle. And so now it's kind of interjecting this other layer. And then I think at this right. point we're at like a, you, you hate seven layer dip where the NIL is at like the 25 layer dip at this point. It's just another layer that just kind of feels gross to me. Like we shouldn't be letting full grown adults be, you know, dictating where these kids are going based on what percentage they're, they're going to be making. And I know he doesn't have the final say, but he's obviously going to be in these kids ears. I mean, he's going to be in the family, you know, the family living rooms talking to these families about, you know, the money they can make and everything like that. So I, I don't know. It it feels it feels very gross to me. I think is my biggest takeaway. Uh, outside of that, the, the debacle itself. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. It's it's Miami. It's Florida. I mean, it's shocker that it took this long for something like this to happen. But uh, yeah, it just feels kind of gross to me, Kyle. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I this is definitely starting to get to that point where it's like you know what. I, I, I'm just kind of adopting the mindset of, you know, well, it's not my money, so I don't really care, you know, I, like, right. and that's really where I'm going to have to separate this is just be like, not my money. Don't care. Right. Like if these kids want to be adults and then play this sort of money, they're going to have to learn that like, it comes with a lot of right. Like responsibility is kind of one thing, but it's just like, you're going to be open to every Avenue of criticism and, and not right. <laughs> we're, we're not going to be the positive. It's all oh, the younger generation soft, but like, younger generation definitely is way more online. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it's going to have way more effect on your mental health. Like regardless of, Oh, well, I'm a, I, I'm going to carry myself like a professional. It's like you're 18 years old. You're at a party school in the, in the South. Like, right. it's just, it, it, it it's like, if, if, uh, if, if I, I got, if I got, you know, 9.2 mil to go, you know, play football You'd down be dead. there at, at Colorado. Dead in a month. Well, no, but like, hear me out. Like that, that whole debacle in the, the infinity parking lot, right. You know, I bounced the football off the undercover cop car and promptly got an MIP. <laughs> that would have been front page news. Like that would have been Forgot like, Oh, like look at the investment in this kid. And he, he can't even ha- handle himself off the field. It's like, well, no shit. We're, we're 18, 19, 20 year old kids. And you're going to hand them $9.2 million and they're still going to live in a dorm room. Like, it, like, it just, He's not, I guarantee he will not be living in a dorm room. Well, no, but I'm just I'm I like, I, I, I apples know. to apples to where, like, kind of like where we're at now. And then, it, it, not to mention, like, you you touched on it, the criticism. Like, I'm looking at a TV right now, and it, it, Kyrie Irving keeps popping up, and I I hate how much we talk about Kyrie Irving, but it, this this brings them into the conversation that we used to only have about pros where. If a guy, like you said, underperforms, he's going to be open to criticism. And so now we're opening it up to, you know, before if a college athlete would obviously still be criticized, but then we could always hide them under the the facade of, well, they're just kids. Like they're, you know, they're just a student athlete. 
But now it's like you're putting money into it. You're accepting money. You're now a million dollar plus player. Now the criticism and the the national media and your local media, it, it just it, it it puts a dollar value on you. And so now before it was just kind of like all these. It's a first round pick. It's a second round pick. And, and oh, he's not living up to the hype. He was this big you know five star recruit. Now we're just adding another another piece to the puzzle that these people can just you know rip these kids apart for. And I. I, I don't know. It, it's the more I think about it, the more I ramble on here. It's like, you know, the, the, the Kansas Jayhawk guy who caught the game when he touched down against Texas, who got like the, the Applebee's deal to do like one commercial for probably like $20,000 or something. If that, that, that felt good to me. Like that one felt like, Oh, like that's NIL, like in a, you know, in it's best practice, but now it's just, we're so far yeah. in, in the muck in the, it, it's, ugh, I, I don't know. I hate it. And, and for Miami, it's only going to like the, the moment this goes south, cause it will go south, whether it's yep. violations or whether it's, you know, these players who are getting all this money come here and then they come to find out, oops, they can't, they can't actually perform at the next level. It's just going to be a shit storm beyond belief. Well, like, and I, uh, yeah. And even like this quarter, you know, obviously it'd be different. The arch Manning thing is so different, right? Because everyone's right. like, Oh, well he got a lot of money in this and that. And it's like, well, you know, that arch Manning has the structure around him, right? The family, his family's fucking rich, right? His family's right. already rich. They're going to know how to handle it, how to handle the fame, the, the media, things like that. A lot of these kids, they just don't – they did not grow up with that life. It, right. Like, however right. you want to interpret that, they did not grow up with that life. They're going to have a lot of shady people around them constantly. It's not going to be – Caspino. Right. If, yeah. Name and po- – or case in point right there is, like, you already have these slimy lawyers who are already all over the place, you know, that are just, you know, trying to siphon the money and steer them one way or another. And it's just – the schools that have kind of the structure set up and that that don't announce these big deals, you know, because that that's where they that's where Miami keeps getting in trouble. And then you have uh, Ruiz coming out and basically he said uh, the report by on three is inaccurate as it relates to Jaden Rashada. I've never spoken to Mr. Caspino about Jaden Rashada. Uh, Caspino and I spoke about an unrelated player months ago and I had a very professional and pleasant conversation. I respect him. It's just. I mean, it reminds me a lot of politics, right? Where it's like, this politician said this, and then he comes out and says, I didn't say that. And it's like, well, we have you literally on video saying this. Like, you know, and it's just it's just a whole, a whole lot of just misinformation going yeah. around. Like, that's what it feels like, but only with Miami. Other schools are doing it right, where they're just like, take your money, shut the fuck right. up. Well, take it, your money and shut up. Like we used to, we used to have to wait for them to be in the in the in the NFL process. Where like, now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you know whether it's it's your you know three or four years down the line from being you know 18 to a 21 year old. But it used to be this process didn't started until you were NFL draft bound, and so then you kind of had an understanding of the structure of college football. And obviously the, there's more, there's more of a buy-in at the NFL level, but you understood kind of what you were getting into. And then there was a little more education about, you know, this money you're about to come into and the NFL PA would reach out and there's a little more education now. And you, you like you said, it, it, there's a lot of kids come from a lot of different backgrounds, Arch Manning being one end of the extreme. And, you know, a, a lot of players come from the other end. And so they're looking at it as, you know, like, oh, my God, look at this golden opportunity to have to make all this all this money before I even go to the NFL. And then you get these these sleaze bags in the mix because you think Caspino's going to be as diehard a broker in a deal if, Lord forbid, he he flounders this first yeah. year and it, it just doesn't come back. No, Caspino's be like, ah, sorry, like, go try Florida maybe next time. Like, it, it's just – and I, it, this is part of the, the hypothetical conversation we're having about, like, if you could put some guardrails on this – 
it, it, we just have to find a way to make it a little bit cleaner and and not set these kids up for just impending failure when they take all this money up front. Side unseen, this kid hasn't even stepped foot on a Miami football field, and he's already he's gonna his expectations will be through the roof. Nine million dollars worth of expectations. It's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. It it's just an it's a mess. It's it's a mess. But like this is always gonna happen. Right. It's always gonna happen. That's just it's always going to go to one extreme. Then we're going to be able to kind of balance it out. And, right, right. Uh, well, you know, and away we go. Much like our conversations about the, the current state of our country, it, it feels like college football is on the same path. Whereas in, in college sports, maybe as a whole with, with basketball in the mix as well, we're just going to have to watch this, this thing crash and burn to the ground before yeah. we decide like, Oh yeah, we, we could probably do this different. <laughs> right. And you know, uh, at the, like I'm sure NCAA Mark uh, Emmerich and all those guys are probably sitting back laughing. It's like, fuck you guys. Like this should have been figured out a long time ago. And it should have just, all you yeah. had to do is just put some guardrails on this and we would be just fine. But, well, and that's the um, petty move. But that's it, the petty but it'll move. Still be fun. I don't think right. it's going to affect. Do you think NIL, is it going to affect your college football viewing experience? Uh, in this upcoming season, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm thinking you're gonna stance is probably gonna be on the side of like maybe not. I'll just play devil's advocate. I think so, and I'm not talking about the immediate product on the field. Uh, you'll probably get a little bit of it, probably some chants from opposing teams, probably some boos, probably some chirping. But like, it, like I said, it's gonna be the national media because now it's it's before it was these are just kids and they're college athletes and they're you know they're just getting free educations out of the deal. Now we've assigned a dollar value, and now we now we have now we have a, a worth that we can apply to these players. And if they're not Heisman contenders, and if they're not, you know, if they if they slip up and they lose a week three game to a, a middle of the road opponent, like now now it opens up all this criticism. And so now the the narrative is going to go from you know oh what a what a good, what a underdog performance by Appalachian State. It's going to be oh well you know the old boy from Michigan really fucked it there, didn't he? Like nine point what million for what like. It's just going to change the narrative. So probably not the on-field product directly, but the way we consume college football and, and all the media around it will probably change, not vastly, but there will be an element of it that changes due to NIL. That's my opinion, at least. I don't know. I don't know a lot about anything, Kyle. So right, I I think what the annoying part is going to be, like I'm, I'm I I figure I'm probably going to be watching a lot of games on mute because the annoying part's going to come from the announcers because right. they're going to be the ones bringing it up constantly. Um. I, like, I don't think that it's not really going to affect me. Right. Cause like, it, to be honest, like Michigan State, obviously we're signing like a bunch of good players, like recruiting wise, we have good players on a team already. I don't know any of the NIL deals that, that, <laughs> that are structured. Like, I don't know how much Aiden Thorne's getting paid. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. Right. You know, it's like, and, and I don't really care. And I think that's Michigan State doing a good job of keeping this fucking circus um, somewhat under wraps. Obviously we're paying people, you know, well, that's the only right. way you're gonna be, but it's like, they we're doing it in a way where it's like it's not in my face constantly other than we see ferraris and lambos on the field we see mel tucker looking swaggy as hell every single day uh so we're, we're obviously doing things the right way you know right. and and well, and, that, and that's all that's all managing the relationship yes. between university and your booster your booster found like your booster pool like miami doesn't manage it at all and that's maybe a byproduct of the, the market they're in the city they're in like that's why these just run amok. Tennessee, who is, has a history of having very problematic relationships with boosters, another case in point, like all of this is out for, for public consumption about all these eight point, whatever mystery, you know, four-star recruit they got. 
so Michigan State just does a much better job of 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 keeping those relationships with the boosters and having that mutual understanding of like we're going to let you do you. All we ask in return is that you're you're not you you set your pride aside and you're not just going to go start touting off to the media about how much you know your foundation is contributing to this guy or that guy or the next guy. Like it's just a much better relationship between the university and the boosters, which we're so far down that road. Even pre NIL, where we've been so far down that road that. That's just where it needs to be. Like, that's why I think out Nick Saban gets all bent out of shape because, you know, all, all of his boosters and his fans, like, well, what are we doing? And he's like, listen, like, we, we've been doing the thing. Like, it, we're just yeah. not as about it. Like, just just relax. Like, trust me. Like, we'll be in the mix again. Yeah, you're, they're still getting, yeah, shocker. They're still getting five star recruits. <laughs> like, obviously, they're just smart about it. And that's what happened. It's like, yeah, it's just like, anything else in the world, right? You have the, you have the people who have their shit together, who know what they're doing, who just, understand that the what like the noisy there, there's some sort of analogy i'm looking for but like right. the last thing you want is to be loud and have the ncaa show up at your door and miami just doesn't care i think it's because they're a private school so maybe that makes it a little bit harder to right. uh you know investigate certain things and things like that but they're just a bunch of idiots they're just a bunch well, of idiots and a lot of these kids like it is going to be sad to an extent but at the same time like i'm not going to shed a tear over no, any of these no. kids they're getting money at the end of the day and that's what they want and so you right. know, I who am I to sit here in my bitter, bitter little house? You know that. <laughs> well, but no, no, but but Miami, Miami's fake rich. My, like if you had, like if you had to personify <laughs> like it, it, they're 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 not fake rich, but they're they're the guy no, who is always rich. <laughs> right, but like they're the guy who's always like, oh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy all this. Like, oh, I got this round. Like, and they're just they want to flaunt all this wealth that they don't really have. And then other programs are very wealthy. They have very good investments. Like they're they're financially set, and they just kind of move. So they're the they're the Kyle living in the little house who probably is the most financially sound out of all of us. <sighs> Miami's the big night. Like I go out to the bar and I want to buy everybody a beer, and I'm buying you know sixty dollars worth of McDonald's at twelve p.m. No, damn well I can't. Is it kind of like new money and old money, right? Like the old money people, yeah. they, they yeah. have everything already invested. They have they have everything right. secure. And then the new money is the kid who, you know, got rich off Bitcoin and now right. is, you know, you running over people drunk driving in his Lamborghini. Are you taking an unnecessary shot at Henry Ruggs? It's kind of fucked up, but no, but true, not, but no, true. I mean, it's, not. you know, <laughs> hey, he, he got a little bit of money and he's buying the fast cars, he's out partying past the midnight, and as he shouldn't be, driving around drunk. He shouldn't be that doing that. Tragic. I was not bringing that comparison, but yeah, that is, it's still tragic nonetheless. So I just connect dots, Kyle. I just, you throw them out there, I just connect them. Listen, it, it's getting all over the place with, with NIL. And, you know, to an extent we wanted this, right? We had to see kind of what, what, what it was capable of, right? What kind of money is being thrown around and things like that. It's not gonna. It's not sustainable for one. It's not gonna work no. out for two. Um, yeah, I was just doing another radio show and they were talking about just he just rattled down the list of like the top fifteen quarterbacks from each class and there's maybe one or two of them out of like three years that actually panned out and it's like Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, everyone else was is just kind of ass, you know. Like yeah. if, if they're spending this sort of money on the number seven quarterback in the class and like I remember even looking at the highlights and I'm not I'm no talent kind of evaluator it's all seven on seven throws and yeah he's big and tall and but he just kind of stands in the pocket and throws it and just I feel like I've just seen it before where it's just that guy who just yeah he can throw the ball hard and fast and there's just so much more that goes on to it when you're in an actual division one college football game than than seven on seven playing in right. shorts you know hitting receivers right. go around. like right. there's so much more that goes into an understanding offenses like everything is 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 way more advanced now and yeah. if you look at Miami for example 
Tyler Van Dyke or Van Dyme, as you like to call it. He was one of the top rated quarterbacks in that class. He's obviously panning mm-hmm. out, but you can tell the kid, he's got it figured out. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. So, I, well, I mean, yeah, but, but like, I mean, just look at, look at, look at the, I mean, these guys, they all graduate to the next level if they're worth a damn. And then when they get there, all of the, uh, the Tom Brady's of the world, the Joe Burrows of the world, like the Peyton Manning's, you know, the Russell Wilson's, like, they, they they weren't the dudes who were, you know, on tape coming out of high school. Like, yes, they were good recruits. They were solid players. Like, you know, they weren't these flashy, like, you know, like, oh, my God, look at this guy. Like, there wasn't all this hype around them. They understood the game. Just like you said, they, they understood the game. Like, good maybe system, it, too. They had good coaches, good right. system. Right. And, and then they worked they worked on the game outside of Instagram. Like, a lot of these guys, like you just said, a lot of their highlight reels come from 7-on-7 seven seven camp. There's no defensive lineman breathing down their neck. There's no, you know – coverage disguises there's nothing it's just seven on seven like i could have went out there and dimed up people on seven on seven i've seen it happen i've been flying football baby one touchdown in your one for one i threw one pass got one touchdown i mean the phone's open i got four years left on the eligibility here right. <laughs> uh you love it but um outside of that before that the big story was and we're just gonna have to talk about it because it's still kind of funny is uh arch banning and University of Texas, not going to change the damn thing. No. Horns down for life. That, that's the lifestyle that we live here. But uh, my hypothetical for this, you know, because you have Quinn Ewers there, right? Who was also, he was Mr. All World, you know, blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. You know, went to Ohio State, transferred to Texas. Now, that's going to be a really interesting situation. They're going to say, oh, Arch Manning, he'll redshirt and this and that. And then say, okay, well, you're still going to have a bottleneck eventually, right? Right. right. Um, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things where, okay, this is my hypothetical. I remember where I was getting with this. Do you think that Arch Manning could not play a single game of college football and still get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft? Mm. I mean, realistically, I would probably say no, just because, I mean, first round, like, but he'd maybe be go like later, probably. And would that be because Grandpa Manning's pulling some strings? Probably. Uh no he needs he needs he needs to do something he need, he needs to put down you think at least yeah like he needs to put down a season and I'm not saying like he necessarily needs to be like like a Heisman season where he's blowing records out of the water but like he needs to put together something on tape for teams that then feel like okay like like this is a this is a good right, investment of our pick and that that was the caveat with the right because I said first round draft pick because you know we've right. obviously seen right. Matt Castle right who didn't play at all at USC and. You know, ended up carving out a pretty decent career for himself in the NFL. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the caveat there, like first round pick, you know, because yeah. he's Mr. All World, everything, this and that. But yeah, he goes to the University of Texas, which um, God knows why he would do well, that. Well, let, let me ask you this. Like, let, me, let me counter counter question. Do you think because knowing Texas is going to join the SEC here in the next couple of years, do you think yes. that played a factor yes. at all? Okay, yes. I, I thought so too. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, no, I mean that—that's exactly it. With with them, yeah, he'll kind of be ushering in a new. What's going to be interesting? What happened to what happens to Quinn Ewers? Um, he's kind of like the new Tate Martell in a sense. You know, the right. he was highly rated quarterback, bounced around. Of course, goes to you know uh, Ohio State as well. Um, but yeah, kind of bounced around, never really panned out. I think Ewers has a little bit more going for him at this point, but. Um, yeah, that that's what's gonna be interesting is the, is the domino effect. But you're right. It, this is for kind of the SEC. The the he's gonna kind of usher them into the SEC era. Um, right. I still think they're gonna get their shit pumped because I don't I don't think no. they're ready for that smoke to be honest. No. Um, no, and uh, we'll just be here to kind of laugh at them as it happens. Listen, but 
I can't wait to see Quinn Ewers be on Boomer Sooner come two years. You know what I mean? He's, he's gonna he's he's not gonna meet expectations of Texas. Well, he's his free transfer's gone, and that's the thing. Yeah, oh, we saw it happen. Right. Well, we saw right. it happen at Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler, right? I mean, he right. was Mister All World everything, and then all of a sudden he has a few bad games, and you know, soon, yeah, Williams, soon fans baby. Kind of, yeah, and I mean, but now look at them. <laughs> that's that's the shitty part. It's like now, hold on. Are we nervous? It will. I, I know this is not meant to be a long conversation. Just yesterday, are we nervous that Texas might actually get good? No, because I don't think they'll ever be good enough to be like annoying, right? They're not going to be Alabama, right? And like that's, that's the worst case scenario. If they're relevant, fine. It's 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 as much as it's fun to shit on them when they're really down because that's a lot of fun. Um, they have to be somewhat relevant to make it worth it, right? Because otherwise you're just kicking a <laughs> you know the dead horse, right? It's just or the dead the dead right. horn, right? You know? Just like you're poking them with stick, do something, right? Yeah. It was the same same. Okay, of course I always bring it back to me because that's just what I do. Same with with the University of Michigan, right? During like the Rich Rod era and the Brady Hoke era, yeah, it was great to beat them. Don't get me wrong, right. but they were just kind of almost like depressing, like oh, like right. Poor Michigan, right? Where now it's way more fun to beat them when they're undefeated and they have all this hype and this right. and that. Because beating them is just that much better, right? So, so you, best case scenario, you need them to have the same trajectory as Notre Dame. Somehow, always in the conversation every year, and then they just and never amount to anything. Is that is that what you're asking? I don't know because as soon as they make the playoff, it's just that's gonna be annoying. I I almost see it like a um like a Penn State esque where it's like nine and three, like typically okay. have good seasons, like around the BCS type of thing. And maybe you're right. Maybe they do pop up every now and then for a big bowl game. But yeah, I don't know. Is it's, history like, are we just on track for history to repeat itself now that USC is maybe, maybe back? I mean, you, the jury's out. Texas is maybe back. Like USC is going to be an interesting one for sure. Right. You know, and just to kind of recap, they basically are Oklahoma of the West. Um, yeah. You know, but it's that's going to be an interesting one. The Pac-12 is not a great conference at the bottom. I think everyone can say that. Uh, you still got Utah in there, but with Kyle Whittingham is eventually going to come to an end. Um, and and it's gonna, there's going to be a little bit of a transition of power there. I think Utah will still be fine. But USC, yeah, it, they're going to be real annoying real quick because you got Colin Cowherd down there who just fucking loves them, obviously. Um, who's never going to shut up about them as soon as they have any sort of success. Uh, what I think you're going to see from USC uh, is a lot of September Heismans. I think that's my kind of my, if we're going to do a little preseason projections here, uh, Caleb Williams is going to pop up real quick in September as like a Heisman front w- runner. And it's just, it's the Michigan effect. It's right. It's every, every September you have Denard Robinson or all these other guys. Oh, could he be a Heisman? You know, uh, Caleb Williams is absolutely going to reach in that stratosphere real quick. Um, but, yeah, USC. I think I think they're on pace to be just not ass again. Uh, which you know, it's one of those teams where you're like, eh, like they're kind of harmless. Yeah, they're annoying, but for the most part, they're kind of they're kind of harmless. Uh, whereas Texas, they're just annoying. So that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, but uh, horns down forever. I don't I don't give a shit about right. training. It just won't, yeah. It, it like, yeah, it, it'll be funny because a, a lot of people are gonna be talking about that, and then, like I said, the, the first incompletion that Quinn Ewers throws, you're gonna be like, ha, ha, "Arch training, we you want our, we want arch." Right, right, exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, I want to say poor kid, but I'm he got Quinn Ewers got the bag to go to Ohio State. I'm pretty sure he got to keep it, and then just went to Texas anyway. So, listen, I'm still waiting for that Georgia fan on Twitter to give me my flowers because I had Georgia fan base coming at me when I quote tweeted a picture of him on his visit to UGA. 
day. I was like, you're all delusional if you think he's coming here. And they came out hot. And here we are. Here <laughs> we this, are, Georgia this fans. Is Arch Manning? Yeah, because they, they, he posted that picture and like all these, <laughs> it was like all these Georgia fans like, oh my gosh, yes. so great, red and black. And I quote tweeted one of them. I was like, you guys are all delusional if you think he's going to the <laughs> University of Georgia. And I they came it. in hot. One guy, one, I, it was crafty of him. He, he commented back. He's like, you'd think out of all the sports teams in this guy's profile, he'd pick a winner because it's like, I have like Duke in there. We got like, fucking tennessee titans we got the broncos we got the, the jazz in there uh r.i.p uh so that was a good clap back but everybody else all those guys suck you can all just piss off because i was right and you were wrong and nobody gave my flat i went back found the tweet and i was like are you ready to admit you were wrong nothing silence we gotta start getting that sort of interaction from our pod is that from your personal account yeah, I should have done it for the pod, but people see my ugly ass face in a scuba diving mask and they're like, Yeah, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe reevaluate the yeah, I don't know. Keep the Twitter prick. I think it's good. Okay. Of all the pictures I have out there, Kyle, which one do you think is gonna be any better than that one? And, yeah, the one where most of your face is covered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All I, all I get from our group <laughs> messages, I, I send a Snapchat all, you know, bent out of shape, all banged up, and then you guys are just screenshotting it and zooming in on my face. Maybe I could just pick one of those. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out for you. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, NIL's a mess. Uh, we're just, I keep saying it. We'll reach out. We'll reach out. We'll get some people on the pod who know what they're talking about, who know kind of how to parse this out because um, it's just, it's a little ridiculous, but at the same time, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And that's uh, that is why we are here, is it not? So anyways, transitioning to the next little uh, piece. Mike wants to talk to you about a little little video game, a little video game known as no, NC Dunks. No, I don't. Nope. You already pissed on it, Kyle. Football. You can reach out to me directly. It'll be behind my own separate paywall. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it, Kyle. You ruined it. You act like we haven't talked about it before. No, but there's actual, like, there's actual tier. Like, we have more info. Like, there's actual, like, there's actual details that are coming out, not just it's coming back. Vague, well, okay, vague launch tell me date. about it. Tell me okay. about it. What are, you doing what, July, what are you doing July 2023, Kyle? Oof, that's a good question. You should probably, you should probably send your daughter off to boarding school or something because that's when this game is going to come out. So, okay, so pretty much a year, a year from now. So, a year from now, a year from now, and now you – now, the, the hard details, I'll give you the hard details first, and I'll give you the whispers, the murmurs of what apparently the developers are saying about the game. So, first things first, uh, schools are all going to be paid to be in the program. It's set or separated in four tiers, uh, the highest tier being $104,000, the lowest tier being $10,000, and then there's a couple tiers in between, all based on how many final, or it's AP Top 25 final finishes you have had in the last, I believe it was 10 years. So it's all dependent on how relevant your school is, obviously. Uh, that's how much you're going to get paid. The NIL structure is in place, uh, but they're not. They, they still have to work out the details of, like, there's probably going to be a tier level for, like, players as well. And then the players who don't you know, want in or whatever, you'll probably just get the vague, you know, random generated player with no name and anything like that. Uh, but there will be an NIL offering for players who do want to be in it. I can't imagine that money is going to be humongous because that is so many – effing players we have to put in that game uh but all fbs schools will be included and fcs schools that are becoming fbs schools in the last two years all the way up until this season will also be included uh as for the whispers apparently they're not trying to f touch up too much of the like actual gameplay the physical gameplay the mechanics of the game uh, a lot of a lot of effort going into the in-game like in-stadium experience 
sounds, the visuals, everything like that, which I'm all here for. Don't touch the on-field stuff. Just give me all of the the generated crowd yeah, and the blues and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, so that's, that's what we're looking at, Kyle. So it seems like, by all accounts... They they they're just gonna try to run it back with NC Dubs 14, maybe polish it up a little bit, but not reinvent the wheel here, and get all the licensing, pay all the schools, everything like that, and then we're off, we're off and running. So it you you want to poo poo it, you you have doubts, but I think we might be onto something here. I just I yeah, and, and we'll get to that. But and what's interesting, like you mentioned about adding every single player to the roster and things like that, because like obviously historically anyone who's familiar with the game. They never had names, right? You could do the auto kind of random generated names, which would actually come up with a lot of funny results sometimes. Or you could just do the numbers, but with the later versions, with with like as soon as it kind of came to the Xbox 360 era, kind of the internet online gameplay era, you could go on to these the websites and download the rosters, basically, right? right? Which was a fantastic feature. Like the fact that NCW's kind of added that in there to be like, yeah, we know what's going on, but like it's not us who's doing it. This is crowdsourced. Like brilliant. That's a fucking great right. idea, right? right? And that's what they should do. They should just have, hey, your team's in this here school. Here's $100,000 for having your name as a school in this. The players, we're just going to leave them out of it, to be honest. Like, we'll have the cover right. athlete and things like that. Fine. We'll have that. Right. The rest of them, just leave it blank. Because, right. like I said, the diehard fan base will generate these rosters themselves. And then that way you don't have these players kind of bickering about, why am I worth this much or this much? But, right. you know, it's just like. You know, right. that it, it, I, I almost hope that they approach it that way, right? Because right. it's just like, it, like I don't want there to be like the DLC, like, oh, you can download the Trevor Lawrence pack. Well, no, 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 no. So I, I did I did miss that one part. I was going to let you finish, but since you said I got to stop you before you get too far, there will be DLC that will generate additional revenue streams. Not a lot EA, of details, baby. but I'm EA guessing. Well, but, that, but to your point, I'm guessing that will be a EA strikes separate one-off deals with individual players or, or maybe programs or whatever using those, those NIL lawyers that we needed, you know, we need somebody to come on and talk about because they're much smarter than ourselves, but I'm sure there will be the option of, if you want the actual, like if you're a diehard Michigan state fan, you just have to have like the fucking actual players. I'm guessing that's what they mean by the additional revenue DLC content is they're just going to strike up those deals on one-off basis, so that way they can kind of control. Like, there's no reason for them to strike up a deal with, like I mentioned them earlier, but Vandy, for example. Like nobody, nobody really cares. Or maybe the Vandy diehards do, but EA is not going to invest the money to make sure all the Vandy players are adequately represented. So that's probably what that DLC means, if I had to guess, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's my reservations are basically like just don't make it Madden. NCAA was only ever great because it wasn't Madden. Madden's fucking hot garbage. As much as, like, I've enjoyed playing, like, Superstar KO, for example. Like, sure, that's fun. And, like, it's just, like, they're like, look at the grass on this field. And, like, you know, look at this, the coach on the sidelines. And it's, like, fucking a fucked-up Andy Reid on the sidelines. It's just, like, just give me an in-depth dynasty mode with really good recruiting. Like, even if you – Right. It just, like, make it – fun and immersive to play and, and the stadium experience for sure like i remember growing up like ncaa five six seven they'd have kind of those pre-generated intros and sometimes they were cool but like, you could really feel the crowd and the chance and like every stadium felt different whereas in madden it's like every fucking stadium looked the same right it right. wasn't like oh i'm i'm really on the road at at uh the eagle stadium in the winter and they're fucking throwing frozen snowballs at me like right they never Listen, did that they don't say if they somehow it won't happen but if they somehow got the rights to enter Sandman, and every time you played a game at 
fucking West or no Virginia Tech. Sorry, uh, that'd be so sick. That'd be yeah, like you're how just that works. Just Metallica were, were such. I mean, they they really did protect their music rights. Let me tell you, um, kind of sold out in that regard. But yeah, maybe they maybe they will. I don't know. But yeah, be, no, I that would be so sick. Right. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot that can be done there. Um, you know, I just want like a, a really good, obviously, dynasty mode. Oh, yeah. that that is first and foremost, especially a really robust online dynasty. I was only able uh, only ever able to do like an on, online dynasty like once or twice. But when you get a dedicated group together, like it's really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and so like something like that, like especially with the advancements we have, like just don't fuck it up. That's all I got to say. Just don't fuck it up. And that's why, like, yeah, I might poo-poo it here and there because I'm just so nervous. I still have my Xbox 360 set up. Brandon still has his PS3 set up to play NCAA 14. Right. Like, I have to look at Denard Robinson's Ugly Mug every single time I, I load up that game. But I, I do, and it brings me joy. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even think it was the best one, but it was the newest right. one that we had. And, like, it, it's still really good. But this there were some other features from the previous ones that I thought were better. Your reser- you're taking out you're taking out your reservations and your, your you know, animosity on the wrong game because you got torched by battlefield 2042 and now you're just you're you're like an EA. abused lover you're like EA an abused, that, i know i know you're like an abused lover like you're now you're you're timid like you don't and you have every right to be but like, come on now give give hey, open up battlefield's your coming around don't, don't, it'll take a it year it's not coming okay it's like a year ago i know a couple months ago but i know what you mean no exactly it's uh we'll see we will see. I mean, there's still people out there playing NCAA like 07. Like they they download emulators and things like that legally, of course. Listen, that's why. That's why I think when you when we look at it and on, on the surface level, there is so much money that EA has to invest just to get the licensings and the schools on board for this. I do, I can't yeah. imagine. I cannot imagine they're going to invest extra money and all the unnecessary funds to to ramp up the 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 gameplay engine of NC Dubs. No, like I, you can march out the same fucking product and just kind of uh, reduce some That's of the. What they do. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm talking like take like NCAA 14, the gameplay, you know, like touch it up a little bit, whatever you got to do, you know, may enhance okay, the yeah. crowd experience. But if you just want to copy paste from NCAA 14 and then just you know run it back for Xbox One, I'd pay seventy five dollars just to have NCAA 14 on my Xbox. Right, like fucking... backwards compatible. Exactly. Right. No, you're 100 percent correct. Yeah, and it's just. So that that's what's going to be interesting is um, how do they go? Like, sure, how does the money kind of play into it? Um, how are they going to divvy things up? I just say pay each team like here's a hundred thousand dollars. Do with it what you will. Uh, go on a nice trip or something fun. Uh, no players going to be added. We're going to just let the let the fans do that. That's just not how it's going to be, obviously. Um, but I'm sure you'll be able to do like, oh, here's the Arch Manning edition, and here's the you know DJ Uyangalele edition. You know, it's like, speaking of a bust five star quarterback. Um, nah, maybe he's not a bust <laughs> yet, but he's not looking great. The Clemson's like one of those teams I've just totally like left my conscious because I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about Clemson anymore. <laughs> it's yeah, you know, that's, that's because that's a that, that's strategic PR move by Clemson after that little kerfuffle with old Dabo's brother. Right? We, they just they are slide <laughs> off right. to the shadows, baby. Look at that. Gonna slide off to the Look shadows. At that memory bank in that big old dome of yours. Look at that. I forgot. I forgot about that. They did a good job. Um, and just mo- more ridiculous college football news. So Ohio State officially, I think they got their copyright thing for for the the Ohio State. Uh, so congratulations to them. I, I was going to make the joke when I opened the pod that we are the name image podcast, but I forgot until I saw that right now. Damn. So. You want to, you just want to stop recording now. We can run it back. You just want to yeah. start over. 
Yeah, let's let's just All start right, over. Cool. Yeah, start over. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be lots of fun stuff like that, and it's just recruiting nonsense season where you know you got like Michigan State for example had a player commit, and then like four days later he decommitted because he's gonna commit to Arkansas. Like it's just a lot of that going on, um, which is gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out. Michigan keeps losing recruits. Florida lost some recruits. Texas A&M even lost a recruit. The mighty Jimbo, you know, is, is the money just not good enough? Um, yeah, that, that check bounced. He right. said, here's your money, and they took it to the bank and said, this is no good, sir. Well, yeah, with all their oil money from, you know, gouging us at the pump every fucking Hey, but it, listen, Casey, Casey Smith from Barstool being the mouthpiece of Texas A&M fan base – she was adamant about it. she's like, I don't care for pain players. I just I do not care. So right. is there something there? Is there something there? Right. Well, I mean they obviously are, right? But it's just uh yeah. <laughs> I think she was in the context of like they've been pain players and she's like, I don't care. Right, yeah. It's and and that's how it should be. Like no one should really care. It's always just been kind of a weird argument, especially now. I cared before because it was like it it was when it wasn't allowed for everyone, but the NCAA would just turn a blind eye to schools like obviously Alabama, you know, and, and those other types of schools where you're like, you know, damn well they're cheating, but like, you know, we're just scraping by. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. that's where it got frustrating. Now it's like, who fucking cares? Not my money. Well, it, like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a double standard because me, you know, you're sitting here and, and I'll, I'll throw myself in the same group. Like we're like, when in the context of college football, I, I don't care. Like pay, pay him, pay him. I don't care. Like, I don't care basketball we would be fucking we'd be calling the fbi hotline we'd be sending the troops in because we can't have that because you pay one good player it literally changes the outcome of your entire program exactly yeah i know that's and that's where it's tough that's where college basketball is tough and you just have to like you know we're not gonna be the best just make the tournament every year and just give me hope because you just never know when teams can just go on a run which which in all honesty like it's 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 kind of a loser mentality but the championship's always nice. Don't get me wrong. You always want the championship. You always want that. But for for the the school's perspective, the university perspective, just get to the tournament. Like, just get right. to the tournament. Get some hustle and bustle around the program. Get some money. Get some revenue. Like, just have that little that little. You know, you can hold on to that. Like, hey, we were in you know the tournament for the last five years. Like, it, it, that's the one thing that college basketball will always have over football is that the takeaways. It's just there's such minimal buy-in to deem a season successful. Like. We've just tarnished maybe maybe the New Year's Big Six Bowls. Maybe is like is the second tier, but like outside of that, we've tarnished everything else that's not the college football playoff. And there's only four of them, so it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, it's uh boy, it's just getting crazier and crazier. Just John Ruiz, University of Miami. You just love it. And I think for Miami fans, I think at this point, they're just like, just get the fucking season started. Uh, like, this whole offseason is probably – it's fun because in one aspect, it's like, yeah, you're getting these big-name recruits. But every single one of them is just like the NCAA is taking one step closer to your door. And if, if the NCAA – they just – if they could bone anyone extremely hard, it would be University of Miami. It would just oh, yeah. like – if they could absolutely throw the book at them, it would be Miami just because I think they still are bitter about the 80s and 90s and stuff. And it's – uh. I think they would. I think they would do. But I don't know. It's like Mark Embrick's gone. Like it's kind of a new regime there. They're they're absolutely toothless still. Um, but they might do this as like setting an example, right? It's like, hey, like the first one to really fuck up, we're gonna have to set an example to basically 
really try to dissuade other teams from doing this, it's not going to work. Miami's no. probably going to get fucked. And then somehow Missouri, because Missouri's always another one of those teams that well, always it, just got fucked by the NCAA. Right. But, uh, yeah. And to bring, to bring the conversation full circle, it, it's it's it, it, the the original downfall of the, the, the Canes in the 90s and early 2000s was – uh, what's what's homeboy's name that fucking the booster that was doing all the shit back in the 90s uh, nevin nevins it, nevin it, shapiro it, nevin shapiro the only problem was it, it was he was a little too flash about it, a little too public about it he was he he wanted he wanted to be with the players at the clubs he wanted to take the players to the clubs and the restaurants and and get them the thing and you know give them the money like it's just too public, Miami. If you're going to cheat, do it quietly. Just do it on the down low. All right. Like everybody's right. cheating. The only difference is you just, it's not, it's not flashy. It's not public. Like there, you're not, you don't have a booster just dying to be relevant within the college football program. Like it's, it's just, it's Alabama. It's the Alabamas, the Michigan, the Michigan States, the Ohio States. They all cheat. They just do it quietly. Right. And that's all it takes. It's just, just shut the fuck up. Just go about your business. Shut the fuck up. Right. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go have an affair with your wife, don't go out in public and take pictures with her. All right. Like well, who's keep, who's keep that? Uh, the hockey player was it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whoever the hockey that happened to the hockey player the other day. Oh, Connor McDavid. Well, it was McDavid. Okay, I didn't. I didn't, you know a big puckhead over here, but uh, yeah, I just wasn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't want to sound uh, didn't want to sound dumb. Yeah, that was funny. Connor, they arguably one of the faces one of the best. Of the well, like I right, but like I didn't want to disperse his name. And right, I, right. No, no, I, I got you. I don't even know the full context of that story, but I did hear about <laughs> the little a little mix up out in public. Yeah, but whoops, I didn't know someone was watching. Yeah, oh, tough, tough look, tough, tough look. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. Like I said, we kicked it off with the the Miami stuff with Jane Rashada. I mean, if they're paying four-star quarterbacks that much, then watch out everybody else, you know. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's not my money, you know. It's just not yeah. my money. And eventually, the you know, the, the hammer will fall on a couple of these schools and um, you guys have my commitment. We'll get somebody who knows what they're talking about on here soon just to kind of break it down first because uh, I think it's like every time I see one of these stories, I just want to put the bat signal up, you know, and just be like, we need help. <laughs> someone someone, please tell me what to think, you know, about That's this fair. stuff. But uh, until then, fair. it's a lot of fun. Uh, last feel-good uh, – we've got two last good kind of feel-good stories here. Uh, we're going to be taking a trip to Fargo, North Dakota, Michael. Sometime. Yeah! Sometime. The Fargo Dome, the historic Fargo Dome, takes first step in allowing beer sales at Bison football games. How in the world, how in the world, a, a sporting venue in North Dakota took this long to try to get this push through is beyond me. First-hand experience, not a lot to do up there outside of just sitting around drinking, especially during the fall winter months. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure this, the fine people of Fargo are just elated right now. They're probably doing cartwheels on the street. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. That's going to be great. And then, sorry, I'm just trying to back up here. Uh, there was one, let's see. There's one last good one. There's probably more good stories that we're missing here. But uh, our boy Pac-Man Jones, who I've always been a big fan of. <laughs> I thought you said this was a feel-good story. It is. It is. It has nothing to do with strip clubs or anything like that. Or beating people up in an airport. None of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> Even better. You know, so Pac-Man Jones, he adopted... Do you remember Chris Henry, the Bengals? Yeah. Tragic. You know, life cut short, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Chris Jones adopted his son, and or Pac-Man Jones adopted his son, and he's taking him on all these sorts of recruiting visits and stuff. 
So he's been spotted a bunch go. of campuses, and I guess it's been really cool. And I was like, they showed some pictures. I was like that, that is cool. It, it, Chris Henry's son does look exactly like Chris Henry. Shocker. I wonder, I wonder if uh, Miami's on the docket. I wonder if we're going to stop by old Coral Gables and see what's going on. Oh, there. John, yeah, see what all John Ruiz is doing out there. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> what a what a collaboration that'd be, John Ruiz and Pac Man Jones. <laughs> yeah, jeez, uh, Pac Man was great. He was awesome. He was, yeah, a, he, he was a psychopath. He was, but he's really good for a, this, while, for a little bit. This is going to sound morbid, but it, later, much, much later, he's going to live a very, very full life. But it, it's probably going to come out eventually that that man also suffers from CTE because he, like I said, was a psychopath. Like he was just it, the, the way that man played football. There was a there's a handful. Of this and all those guys are big and bad dudes, but there was a handful of guys who played the sport in just like a brutal, like murderer's row manner, and he was one of them. There you go. I like it. Uh, do you have any hypotheticals up in that old dome of yours uh, that we want to discuss? No, put me on no. the spot. I know we had talked about it just a few days ago, though. Right, um, and that was the, if, we, if we could put you know guardrails on this whole the the nil highway. And right, I, like yeah. What would be your strategy to fix it? Was kind of the one, like so, you know, or is there fixing it? This is this is where it gets tricky in the verbiage. I'm sure you'd have to you'd have to put the verbiage in this the correct way, but I, and it it even forced it more as we talked about it this morning. It, like we have to find a way to put like some sort of like cap on this or, or, or like or something because I, I just I don't I feel like there's just so much money being tossed around at these kids, and, and maybe it's not maybe it's not cap the bunny. Maybe there needs to be a subsidiary of the NCAA that is going to insert themselves and like educate these kids on, on the handlings of this and, and financial education and stuff like that. Because, and, and I could totally be putting the cart before the horse, but I, I just don't want these kids getting into a whole heck of a lot of money and then they're turning into a problem. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I, I foresee it going well for some, but I also foresee it going poorly for others especially ones who maybe get a lot of these four-star recruits. Again, where's the, where's the other star? I mean, I think a five-star should be getting this, but whatever. These guys are getting just absurd amount of money, and it's just 18 years old. That is such a life-changing thing for you. So I just I, – I guess the only guardrail I could really come up that is somewhat feasible – is maybe maybe like a cap, like maybe as you know, as a as a freshman, you can you can have nil deals up to X amount or, or whatever it looks like, or on the the lesser side of it, at least institute some sort of education. Like if you're going to partake in nil and you're going to accept nil deals, you need to go through these courses and just kind of educate yourself on how to handle your money, how to properly secure these nil deals, like who you should be avoiding, like stuff like that, like. I think that's the most realistic guideline I could come up with, given the circumstance. Yeah, no, and I think what the the hard part is, yeah, as soon as you start trying to cap people on what they can earn, then it creates right. this whole other legal issue. You know, right. or maybe if they just do like a salary cap per team, like every team. Yeah, you know, it's like cool if you're a Division One team, this is your salary cap, and some right. teams will hit it, and some other. But then it it just gets in the weed, and you're still gonna have people who are paying players. I just out and out on the side. It, it's just, I don't know. Like, I almost, I almost just think like you just kind of have to, you know, we're all adults. As or, soon as you or, turn 18, right. We're all or adults. Maybe, maybe it's all, maybe, and it very well could be. And maybe it's just a matter of how, like, digging it up and, like, and, and you know, bringing it to life. But it, it's just these NIL deals, I think, where it makes me feel kind of like iffy is it just seems, there just seems so shady. Like, it, and so I guess that's where, I, like, I'm trying to tackle that, that problem where it's, 
let's educate either the kids. Like there's there's two sides of the equation. Let's maybe let's just get right to the source, educate these kids and understanding like the repercussions of making bad NAL deals and, and, you know, kind of playing outside the boundaries, like educating them a little bit on like financial, you know, dealings and stuff like that. Or you got to attack the other side of the equation and maybe make these things like, maybe, maybe like it's a, it's a process where they have to all be vetted through the NCAA. Like you can make your own deals. The schools can help coordinate deals, but all deals have to be submitted and like vetted through the NCAA legal team or a third party legal team, like something so that way, at the end of the day, like, okay, nine point whatever million dollars is absolutely ridiculous, but it's been vetted. It's a legit deal. It, it All the boxes are checked. Like, it is, it, like, like you said, you can't put a limit on how much money people can make, but we can certainly vet it and just make sure it's it's all good and nothing. There's no really kind of, like, in the mud dealings going on. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I almost just think there's no fiction at this point. And it's just like, we just have to just let it. You know, right. it's the good ones will figure it out and you just have to leave them up to, you know, because as soon as you start like making these little like safety nets for other schools, they're going to take advantage of it. And be like, oh, like at least we'll say, you know, just save us here or this and that or, you know, it's like let it's not like like I've said multiple times, not my money. Right. No. So I don't care. We're all adults here. If these kids want the money too, they're adults too. They're going to have to figure it out in the real world, just like everyone else. Right. Uh, they might just have a little bit of extra money to. uh have fun with i guess uh right. good luck i it's just it's one of those things where as ridiculous as it sounds like i wouldn't want that much money when i was 18 because i'd be a bigger asshole than i am now the, uh, the biggest True. probably i'd probably you know i'd probably be dead it's probably, probably own, the second you'd own more cars right exactly i could buy no but I, I hear what you're saying and like it, that's why if you're if there's going to be any hypothetical guardrail put into this it has to be an all-encompassing broad stroke and that's why i think it, in in however you want to whittle it down i just think the minimum we should be vetting these things like there should be because i i and i could be totally wrong like maybe maybe they are just getting vetted by a third party and i'm not talking vetted by like a player's agent or something like that but i I do think that if there was in every school every school has has a legal department every school has some sort of financial department yeah like financial representation like and so and so if you're a football player and you're you know you're you are going to be associated with this university and you're going to accept nil deals that's all fine and dandy you just you just need to go through the proper steps to ensure that these deals are all legit like because for all we know like and it's not just like the players could mess up these companies could just screw these kids right because like if these deals are kind of loosey-goosey and and they're just kind of you know the handshake deals they could totally just back out and like fuck these kids you know what i mean like so i just think if we the more we can bring above table and the more that we could vet and the more that we can just you know process and make sure it's all good these schools make plenty of money from their sports programs to be able to invest a little bit in in a lawyer or two that can. And I think things. some schools are doing that. I right. I, I do. I but do. I think, I think it needs to be a, a, a NCAA wide, like in, like it needs to be instituted NCAA wide across all schools. Like the NCAA just needs to come out and just put put stamp on it. Like NIL is here. You're free to make all these deals you want. The schools, I know it's a state by state basis. I think last time we left off, based on what Louisiana's doing. But regardless of how the NIL deals are being made, 
They just need to like they just need to be vetted. Like a hard contract needs to come through. Both sides need to sign off on it. It just needs to be vetted for legality, and then we can you can go off. It should also be like public. Like have like a clearinghouse basically, where it's like you go to the website, you look up the school, and you can say because it's all public, right? Exactly. Say this player is making this much money, and just like you can go and look up any public institution, you can look up what the head coach makes, what all these you know, it's got to be public information to an extent. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's opening the kids up to more criticism, this and that. But that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Like, right. you're making the money. You're going to get criticized just like anyone else in any other position. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's something like that. Like a, a website that's housed maybe by the NCAA. Maybe a government institution. I don't yeah. know. Like that's what I mean. Government it, it, sucks, but maybe that's what we need is just somebody to get in here and be like, <laughs> if you guys fuck this up, like, we're going to have to come down on you because this right. is it, this is how it works. Well, and, and it sounds it sounds you know it sounds brass, but it's 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 this is this this is the world we live in. You can no longer kind of hide behind this. They're just kids. They're college athletes. Like if you are going to partake in NIL, you are going to have to open yourself up to a certain level of public criticism. Because at the end of the day, like yes, you're still a student athlete, but you are being you are being re, you know you're being paid. At a certain degree for your name, image, and likeness. So this 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 all needs to be above board and, and vetted. So that way, one, you're protected if a company comes back and, and tries to, you know, screw you over, or two, you know, you you screw up and, and vice versa. Like it, it just the more we can bring above table, like it, it, it we're not we're not telling you what money you can and can't make. We're not telling you the deals you can and can't make. All we're asking you is to just make it, you know, bring it above the table, make sure it's all good, make sure it's all square, and then everybody can proceed on with their happy little lives. Yep. I think that's, I don't know. I think that's uh, the only thing that we can really do is just instill some sort of body that analyzes and, and, you know, checks it all out and say, yep, this is legit. And uh, I don't know. That's not what we're here for. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll figure it out. But, Nonetheless, uh, we're like 66, 65-ish days. Yeah. Away. I thought you were about to say we're 65 minutes into this. Like, what a fucking quink and dink that was. We're 56 minutes. So not just the no, reverse palindrome there. 100, 100, 100, what it was one hour and five minutes. 100, <laughs> were you going to say 105 minutes? <laughs> What's 105 minutes, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I've been doing too many fucking trainings for this new job. My brain is just—it's just fucking goop inside of my head. It is fucking trash. I love it. I love it. Well, nonetheless, uh, anything else? Anything else you'd like to bestow upon our listeners before we head on out and enjoy this Wednesday? No, no. I wore I wore a I wore a LSU Joe Burrow jersey in public on Saturday and got an absurd amount of fist bumps. And one gentleman even had an LSU tattoo on his shoulder. So. Uh, go Tigers is very. Yeah, I, where was I? Was Colorado. I was somewhere just God, where was I? I must have been at some sort of restaurant ordering something. I can't remember. Uh, but I looked down in front of me and this guy's just got like this full, like detailed Tom Brady tattoo on his cap. And I was just like, that's I that's it. a NFL whole fans. other level, of right? Baby, NFL fans are just fucking psychopaths. And I love it. So, listen, if Michi- Michigan State, you have my word. If Michigan State in our lifetime ever wins a championship in anything, I'll 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 save room on the bod for for a little Sparty. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be old McGruff. It's not gonna be the new age. I want the fucking old McGruff Sparty. No, you know what it has to be. It has to be the uh, screenshot tweet image of Derek Nix liking your cheeseburger oh, tweet that you sent him in college. <laughs> 
That was the closest I've ever come to being viral on Twitter is making fun of Derek Nix for being fat. And bam, there we are. Oh, I love it. All right. With that, uh, I think we're going to call that call that kid. That was quite the ramble fest, but uh, it's a lot of fun and it's never going to stop. There's this train's gone fully off the rails, but still we're finding a way to, to get to our destination eventually, which is college football season, baby. We're almost there. We're almost there. So uh, for Michael Adam Wilson, uh, this has been this is Kyle, of course. This has been Name Image Podcast. The Name Image Podcast, as we like to say. Just kidding. Now, don't sue us, Ohio State. We don't have any money. But if someone likes to have some money, if you want us to get some money, like, review, subscribe, really do all that stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Name Image Pod. Um, we'll figure it out eventually. You know, we just have lives, which is unfortunate. If I could just dedicate full time to this, uh, it'd be interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? Just go to start Twitch streaming, bro. You can do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, thanks for listening once again. And uh, we'll see you maybe next week, maybe the week after. It's probably going to be two weeks from now. And uh, and have a good 4th of July, everyone. Peace, safe. Fireworks. Yee-hee. Oh, God. I, if we want to spend another five don't minutes on Don't pull here, a I, JPP. Don't do it. Just don't. I'm just a, I'm not a firework guy. I'm just not a fan. So it's, uh, it's the dogs. It's the, right. You have one kid and now. Leave it, it to the professionals all is all I'll say. Leave it to the professionals. You know, I don't need fucking, you know, Timmy Heha and his 16 Mormon children down the street fucking blowing off every firework from Wyoming and lighting the mountain on yeah. fire and then having bad air quality. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, good good luck good luck telling them people it to do anything they they're 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 one step away from declaring civil war those guys are always on edge true that true that but uh until then we will uh we'll see you later Skip, we know Skip. Mm-hmm. Skip, I know Skip. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm-hmm.